Updating. I can have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 184 of the Himaman Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I don't have one of those things where I say in the beginning that we're two guys that do this or that or the other thing. I you don't have it anymore, you mean? Nah, I just didn't think of anything today. Oh. Wasn't wasn't quick enough on the up, uptick because you were supposed to be here later and then at the last minute I called an audible and told you to leave the bar. Mm-hmm. And so I, what I should have done is let you stay at the bar for an extra half hour and, and try to, uh, to pen intro? something clever, but I didn't. Don't and that's my the- cross to bear, or my, my star of David to bear. That's the, the, the fourth wall that I don't feel the need to break down. <laughs> well, I will tell you uh, some bad things have happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, well, one bad thing. I can't see anymore. I just got right? a new prescription from glasses and uh, updated my frames and, and everything after like the, like three years. I haven't done anything. Got some new contacts and uh, I got an eye exam. So I don't understand. Now I'm having an issue where I wear my glasses like sun, like people wear sunglasses, not on the back of my head upside down and flipped around on the back of my neck or anything. But yeah. I constantly find myself putting my glasses up on my head to read stuff right in front of me. So my mom's like, you need bifocals. Because you have to, you're splitting your, you know, like some things you need to look far and some things you need to, to concentrate closer. The newest low. edition of the Hey Old Man podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm just, my wife's not happy about it. I told you before, one of the, beside getting uh, humiliated or, or beat up in, in a public setting or in front of my wife, the other, the other, um, 100% I'm getting a divorce is if, if I went bald okay, or, um, if, well, she, my beard has got some gray in it too. Over my vacation, I had, I had grown a beard and she was, she was commenting every day, not necessarily negatively, but definitely pointing it out. Now where but does bifocals uh... is definitely, it's not good. Is bifocals above or below losing a arm wrestling competition? Losing arm wrestling is the top. I think you could be bald before that's the that ultimate. Happens. Yeah. Well, no, getting beat up in front of you. Yeah. Probably worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any any kind of physical destruction, whether it be beat up arm wrestling, I don't know. Like when you put those two things together, now I'm not sure. just feats of strength, right? Like if some guy lifts a heavier sack of grain, that's okay. But it's about because you have to. The unfiltered aggression counts. I almost want to do um, like a, a a recording, a pre-recorded bit that we could throw in where you go down a list and ask her rate these, and, and I and, and I put. That I would love to have music. her on and team up on you for a little bit. That'd be great. <laughs> well, just get, just run just run run a few. All things I can tell her. you is, I was uh, out to eat today and I was looking at the menu and I popped my glasses on top of my head and, and every time she just gets so angry and she's like, oh, I don't know what, what's the problem now. I'm like, I can't see. So now I've never worn glasses. So break this down and really dummy it down for me. Um, you're saying that with your glasses on, you can't see things up close, so but far away is fine. With my glasses on, I can't see things. I can't see things up close. Correct. But far, far away, away I can't. And if I take my glasses off, I can see okay far away. 
So, uh, but just, it's cloudier. It's not so sharp. Yeah. So with my glasses on, it's, you're very sharp. I was about to verbalize it, but I was like, I sound dumb or more. I break down. Yeah. This is how glasses yeah, work. Then. I, well, it's hard because I think I don't, I still don't know. And I've been wearing glasses forever. And again, this is going to be one of those ones where everybody's yelling at the radio. I don't know if I'm nearsighted or farsighted. I'm not sure. I know mm. I'm short-sighted. But I think you that. say the one that you're good at. Right? Like you're nearsighted, like so you could see things up close. Again, we're just going to throw it up to the wall and see what sticks. Somebody, yeah. somebody will come back to us on Twitter and let us know, uh, you know, exactly which I am. I'm the one where. is perfect. However, last time I went, and I've only gotten one eye exam that I can remember in my adult life, and it was either 1520 or 2015. And I was like, oh no, I'm slipping. I was like, oh no. Thought I had perfect vision. So you could still fly an F-16. Well, they, no, I, of course I could. Hell yeah. You I might could. even be able to fly an F-14. It's only like 10 o'clock. Yeah, I could do a lot of things. Uh, but I was like, oh no, the numbers were 2020 and I was upset. And he goes, no, 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 that's, that means better. at 20 feet away, they appear 15 feet. So actually, uh, everything's way closer to me. Yeah, you lucky duck. Yeah, so like if I sit front row at the movie theaters, I'm almost behind it. Well... There, see again, different times. Depending these glasses, every time I go to to the uh, eye doctor, um, I refuse to let my wife go with me, which is it, it's actually worse because she makes me now FaceTime all the glasses racks and put glasses on and then turn the camera around. Why does she just go with you? Because FaceTime. Well, won't sometimes cover it's it. just inconvenient, and I tell her I'm the man. I don't need you to choose. I'll choose my glasses. But then I get there and I'm thinking, if I'm going to pay 120 dollars, because my my insurance only covers for contacts or for glasses. So you can either get your contacts paid for or your glasses paid for, mm-hmm. but I usually get both. So, uh, I try to, uh, you know, convince myself that I'm going to make my own decision. And then ultimately I'm thinking, well, I don't have to look at me. Right. Well, a lot of guys will, a lot of married men will understand this. People go, Oh dude, when you get married, like they'll be like, Oh dude, you're, you're, you're a puss bro. And they might be right for different reasons. But they're like, oh, dude, like I don't ask my wife about that. Or, I, I make the decisions on this. I do that. What people don't get and don't understand, it's not about, oh, I need her to make the call because because she's stupid. in charge. Women are, are marathon runners when it comes to things that they care about. Okay? So whether it's your glasses or uh, the decision on what color to paint the kitchen or which couch, you care a little bit. You care some, and it's not like, oh, I'm going to concede this because my wife's in charge. They care more about almost everything, and they're willing to outlast you. So you might be like, these are the glasses I'm sticking with. And they go, dude, you're going to let her pick the glasses? No, no, no. It's not worth it for me to talk about the glasses every day, right? So like in my house, when we pick just, let's say furniture or tile, I have some input, but I don't Okay, back to the Madden theory. Like the points on me concerning myself with eyeglasses or, or interior decorating are so low. I go, I'll never beat her in a in a marathon. She's always going to care more about this. And now, what is it worth for you to not hear about that topic? I, and in my own personal experience in my marriage, it's just like every day she'll get that look, like, Ugh. 
it's the body language, it's the stupid noises, and it's like, oh, I'm just, I'm not really sure about the glasses. I'm like, I'm clear that you don't like them. You told me yesterday. Right now, if yeah, she got but, glasses that you didn't like, how many days in a row do you think you would go, hey, I don't love those? Well, I mean, I could do the same thing, but I don't care about that either. Right. Right? So, like, you, I you'd really guess, like Like McGregor, you'd gas out in the late rounds, dude. You'd, think, be like, you'd be like, uh, uh, you, you come out swinging, you make a lot of comments about those glasses the first couple of days. You gas out and you don't care as much. Well, later. also, if you know, like, most guys are probably like, I, I wouldn't mind if ugly up my wife a little bit anyway. Like, if they're ugly glasses, good, get those ones. Dummy yourself yeah, down okay. a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Do you think, so, like, do you like women with glasses? Is, that, that, is that, that a thing for you? It's not a thing or not a thing. I'm just saying, like, if your wife but is going to be going out and she's wearing a, a, a an outfit that makes her look yeah. more school marmy, you're like, thumbs up on that. I'm you don't like, want her all parted good. up, is right. what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, so. sure. But uh, I had a goatee, so at the end of my vacation, I always come to this. When did I you have go a goatee? Just for one. So I my vacation on Sunday, Monday, I went to work with a goatee. You and post I do this thirty every time. pictures of your dinner, not one picture of a goatee. I posted a picture of my goatee. You, you did see it, yeah. Ugh. So uh, that's cool. So I, I woke I woke up in the morning or the night before I shaved and I left a goatee and I said, well, what do you think? So one day, yeah. And so she said, well, this was the afternoon. She goes, send me a picture of it. So what I did was I took a complete naked picture of myself in the mirror, and then I just put, like, one of those little smiley faces in the reflection. You put a goatee on your balls? No, I did not. Okay. I, I should have. But yeah. uh, that was blocked out by a smiley face. Where'd you get the smiley face? Like the, you know, just the one you can drop in from Snapchat. I don't know, Snapchat. Well, yeah, on any, an emoji okay. face or whatever. Fancy filter? Yeah, it was the one with the tongue hanging out. Now, your wife's the same one that when you sent her a picture of you wearing boxers and a shirt, she said inappropriate. Right. Yet you naked with a goatee is totally fine. Yeah, I don't work. think. Well, she That's again, palatable. she was at work, but who who knows? But either way, my point was, I sent a couple other ones too, and they all agreed. Yes, it's fine. It's not. They like the goatee. It's, it's not too bad. It's not awful. So we'll we'll take we'll we'll take a look at it. We'll re-review it in the morning. So right? now, baseball players and podcasters. Yes. So I go to sleep. I wake up the next day. I go to work with a goatee. Not one person says a thing. No. Nobody. Nobody really? even mentions it. So I'm like, this is, this is BS. I mean, I've done it before. I've had a goatee before. Like, we're, we're at end of vacation. I do the same thing. I don't thing. know since I've known you. Yeah, I have. And I always feel like I, I look too much either. like my dad or it bothers me or, you know. <laughs> yeah. So Your brother as well, right? Yeah. Well? yeah. So so I came home and immediately shaved it. And I was going to then shave it just to the mustache for the next day and see how, how that, how that, how that Like a handlebar? Like, uh, I decided I, I'm, not, I'm not a goatee guy. I'm either a... a, a, a trimmed beard guy if, if anything or you know like a, a yeah a couple days growth but i i, I don't want a beard either so i just took i tried to go to once for like maybe like five hours yeah, and i was awful. like you just... got, i think a goatee a mustache guy is one thing it's very specific a goatee it, guy is not that much less specific like you have to have most people look like you gotta have a good chin yeah for a goatee for sure so a lot of dudes have good chins and, and you can't off. have too i don't much, have a great chin you can't have too much meat underneath your your I chin this i'm a meaty fellow so, so it's not it's not necessarily the chin it's the it's the, the gobbler. gobbler it's the gobbler because that doesn't have hair on it and it's, it's shaved and it looks weird because it goes from hair to like yeah. skin unless you do the kyle orton neck beard then it does yeah. but still but then now your goatee's going all the way down to your clavicle and you're like well that's <laughs> silly as well so ultimately, we opted out of that. Is that a, that's got to be a common dude thing, right? Everybody, I know me and uh, my buddy Tony does this every time. And always post a picture when Hitler you have mustache? a mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna every say. dude has done a Hitler mustache. I'll even I, every I, I, dude I, has goose stepped down the streets and just thrown his arms about. Well, oh no, 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 you, no you just, I just meant the mustache. As a natural progression, well, while shaving, just to see what you'd look dude, like if you were mind Fuhrer. 
Right. No, but everybody, yeah, like you said, everybody does work their way down. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, for going from a beard, shaved it off and not, at least for a minute, left, like, the mustache and walked sure. out and shown the wife, like, hey, look, it's Chester the Molester. Or made that joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I think every dude does that, right? Hmm? I would think so, yeah. Who's the weirdo who shaves his mustache first and goes, like, I'll just, like, I'm not going to have any fun with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, but somebody likes corn, no doubt. You <laughs> Amish fellas. You gotta uh you gotta be a confident dude to rock just the stash. You have to have and it's gotta be that Steve Harvey thickness. Not thick as in like like how far it protrudes from your face, but the, the distance between the edge of your nose to the top of your lip has the to be length. Almost, it almost has to be like a piece of felt that fills in that whole area without mm-hmm. and it, some of the, the the hillbillies they let it grow over the lip a little bit too. You know, mm. like they, when they smile, it's in their teeth. Don't care for that. No. Don't but care for that. If one you bit. have that the spongy like Tom Selleck mustache, the, I mean he's a he's a handsome guy with a mustache or without one. Yeah, that's why my brother Mark drives me crazy. He always has a beard, but he's got kind of, more than more so than mine. It's like a French, like a thin by the lip. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, fine no if you're like a member of like Color Me Bad. Right. If you're like manicuring it, but you can't just rock that. Like that's. He can't because he doesn't care. You'll look like but. Mortimer Mouse if you do. It'll be a weird. Yeah, for sure. But I, I think for I, all my kids who recognize '30s cartoons characters, you'll look like Mortimer Mouse. I think that uh, everybody has done that. Everybody does do it every single time, and every t- my wife demands that I grow a vacation beard every vacation. Um, and in, and and like this vacation, it was supposed to start like Friday of last week till the you know the following Sunday, so like a week. But I actually took three days. Extra days at some it comp that time, time to get it just, going. Just though. to, just to, uh, and I, in my last day of work, I tried to cheat it a little bit. Didn't mm. shave first thing in the morning. Like shaved the night before so I could get a good eight <laughs> hours extra. <laughs> yeah, you know, shadowy. like when you hold your kid back in kindergarten so he could have one more year of eligibility for college baseball. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, pretty much that same thing, but like with facial hair. Speaking of facial hair, I was talking about my brother. Uh, bu- 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 uh, my brother got married this week. I went to. I went to a wedding in uh, what? This, my brother Mark. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 your other brother is. It, that would yeah. be more strange. Yeah, Nate decided uh, to get married. Two is better. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna. He's just doing like the full on Swiss family. So your Robinson. brother Mark, my married. brother Mark, got married in the signature room at the Hancock Building, and uh, and, and, and goes large too, dude. When yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, that can't that can't be. That's got to be a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Small wedding, small amount of people. He went like he went like people do with craft beer. They go, look, I'm not going to buy a bunch of beer, but I'm buying really good. Right. I'm buying a four pack. I'm going to really spend good. the same amount of money that people spend on a, an enormous wedding, but I'm only going to invite ten people to mine. Yeah, I think fifty four people in honor yeah. of Brian Urlacher. I, no, I, not I, in oh. not in honor. Of gotcha. Brian. Uh, but I think there was like fifty something people. But dude, I take back everything I said about people writing their own vows. I always go like, yeah, you know, I never, I never. I've heard people write their own vows and do it at weddings, and it's been okay. But usually people stick, you know, kind of to the script. I right. promise to, I promise to do this. I promise to do that. Um, I gotta say this. I don't even like giving my brother compliments that often, but uh, killed it, killed it, knocked it out of the park. He and his beautiful wife Lauren both. This wedding, I think, because it was small and because everything was the emphasis was on quality. Kids were not invited, which That's makes everything awesome. more quality, except for his, mm-hmm. you know, and... Um, that sucks for him, but, you know. Yeah, because they were like a part of it, <laughs> right. you know, sort of. 
But um, well, you could have had them Uber home right now, <laughs> dude. It was I took them. It was legit. Uh it was really cool because when you're able to focus on the quality, like the vows, and it wasn't they. It was weird because it was very traditional, yet they bucked a lot of traditions. If that makes any sense, like. Like they didn't come down to the traditional music. Uh, they didn't have like the which group. in Chicago is the Bulls eighty seven to you know ninety. It wh- is the Super Bowl the... shuffle is okay. normally what people do at the Hancock Center. Uh, they opted out of that, but no, it was like they they had um, they had uh, Ben Folds the luckiest was being played on piano when he came down, or I think when she came down. Uh, they all had like hand-picked songs. His daughters came down. They did their vows. But like I said, normally it's very, um, you know, it's a wedding's a wedding's a wedding, right? But these were, I'm not kidding. I told him it was like, like when you tell a stand-up, like, oh, dude, you killed. I told the both of them, I go, you guys killed the room. They all do that. Everybody was laughing. There was tears. Everybody's crying. Not me because I'm a hard-ass dude. You know what I mean? But everybody except for me, maybe me a little bit. But like. Um, yeah, dude, it was like heartfelt. It was super funny. They had written their own vows and, 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 and Mark's of course were goofy, but also sweet. And she did a really good did job he with vape it too. during the ceremony. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Instead, they exchanged of, vape pens. Instead, <laughs> instead of giving her a ring, they just, hopefully he blew a heart. He blew a heart and she blew an arrow. That's sweet. And together. Oh my God. You never seen. And then he moonwalked. They moved, they did the thriller dance together right out the door. Together. They walked there. They walked away. <laughs> out. Well, there was so much vaping going on that it looked like thriller because of all the smoke. Mm. So then. Oh, like, that's good. Yeah. Perfect. So you didn't even see there was a DJ booth back there, but all of a sudden. Dun, 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 dun. No, but it was, um, dude, it was really, it was really, really great, man. They had a dude, I think he's from Sheriffville. His name was Blake Alexander. In so Lew- you're telling me you have you you have your wedding in Chicago and you import a DJ from Northwest Indiana? Crazy, that's right? backwards. That doesn't work. Crazy. Like that. Also, do you consider the Hancock a destination wedding? Before you answer, I do consider that a destination wedding, and I wouldn't go. I consider it a destination wedding, but it's acceptable. Okay, because it's close enough. But yeah, so they they did their vows. Everything was really sweet. But here's the thing: they 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 make all this big deal out of going to the signature room it's 90 i think fifth floor so you can see the view of the city well they picked it on a day dude nothing but haze it looked like the glass it looked like they just had like smoked glass windows mm. or like what do you call it, frosted glass or whatever mm. it looked like frosted safety glass you wouldn't ne- you wouldn't know that we weren't in a basement <laughs> it looked like there was like you know construction paper like up on the yeah. other side of it yeah you would not have known um like howard stern may have been broadcasting in the next uh, booth and they didn't want the people to <laughs> right. see inside there's, there's a guy doing drywall right <laughs> across the street yeah, right across the window but as we ate it cleared up and by the time people were dancing it was uh i don't really have many jokes for this part it's just it was a know. super cool thing by the time it cleared up view dude a view of the, all the north side all of uh, i think the north, from our view we could see east north and i think south I would have flicked my porch light on if you would have called. Could have seen if it worked. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, it's it's crazy. LEDs are better than they say. Uh, but no, it was an awesome wedding. Uh, I I take back everything I said about people writing their own vows. Turns out that you can write your own vows and it can be good. You just can't. You can't suck as a creative person. So like, if you're funny, that if was you're the creative. Link. Oh, and they did buck a lot of traditions with with toasts. But I was like. Nobody did a toast for his, her dad said something and nobody did something for our side. So I was kind of shooting the breeze of Mark and I said, Hey, somebody's got to say something. 
So I did a toast, and in my mind, I was like, dude, I'm going to kill this. I'm going to knock it out of the park. But after their great pre-written vows... Rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub, amen. Yeah, I go, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, one who's quickest gets the most. You guys got to eat. But no, I tried to do a, I tried to do a quick heartfelt little speech about how like my brother every, like from what you know about my brother Marcus everything he does he does tenfold he does everything like okay I was into grunge music so I bought some flannels and I like Nirvana Mark was like no I'm growing my hair I'm dying it green I'm gonna be in a drummer to band I'm, right I'm now. actually in mud honey joined yesterday <laughs> yeah yeah he does everything we're dropping a, he does everything 150 percent and if that number exists so my my whole spiel was like he does everything in excess. He does everything well and he does a lot of it. When he gets into something, he's really into something and he doesn't shortchange it. And now he's in love with his wife and his beautiful family and just so you guys know, he's not going to shortchange you. He's going to do That was my spiel. I think I stumbled in my words. I don't think I did it okay, but it got across. But the thing was, since my brother's known for being <clears throat> semi-obnoxious at times, people were expecting me to roast him. Like really Like I get- did my brother. Right. They were expecting me to really give it to him. Like he he did a speech at my brother Nate's wedding that everyone – like kids that were five at the time still remember word for word because it was like, did he really just say that? So people were ex- expecting that. I just Best went, man, I just went, better man. Yeah, I just went uh, – <laughs> Steve Buscemi. He did a uh, – <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, nah, so I did a little speech. I didn't I – didn't, totally bomb but it wasn't nearly as good as i thought but people were expecting me to talk a lot somebody videotaped your speech i don't think so how come you wouldn't click the recorder on your phone tell you why i was at this wedding i took zero i I took one video and that was of him and his girl dancing. and i get it because of your stupid thing about but i'm saying you could have recorded it because you're on a podcast we could have played it here's the thing i'm on the 95th oh i should have yeah i'm on the 95th floor at a beautiful wedding but because i'm stuck to my principles i'm like no photos (sighs) And they had a, oh, and they had a character artist, which is different than photo booth. It was kind of neat. So people took turns sitting down, and for ten minutes, this guy draws. Now you got something to take home. Hmm. So everybody's got these great characters. It was a good time. Well, you you were saying uh, you started it out by saying talking about beards. I have one more thing to say about beards for today, and I'm sure I'll have a lot more to follow. I was out eating dinner today, and I, I thought a guy that delivered food. So the I would that's a that's a waiter wait waiter. The guy delivered the food, food out. He brought the food out to the table. The waiter. The Did guy. he take your order? No, it's the guy. That, yeah, the guy that not my order, but the neighboring table. There's a waitress, and then the guy is the waiter. Are you saying like the masculine version <laughs> of a waitress? Why you're confused about this? The waiter. He came out to the table next to us. Like, like he felt like fill in the blank. There's a fly in my soup. He this guy had a beard like Abdul the butcher. I mean, this thing was like down to his belly button. It no. was a straight no, Jim you. the Anvil Nightheart super goatee curly beard thing and i thought no well, thank why you. is it that the rule and I, i've never worked in a kitchen but i know the rule is that you have like to wear a hairnet and these guys wear like beard nets correct if you yeah, have, like, dude every time i go to whole foods the guy that's behind the deli has a big beard net and i go not only is the beard gross now i'm uh it's like a beard highlighter yeah. not only did i think your beard is gross now it's in like a beard sack that's yeah it's like one of those banana hammock underwear it's like i'd rather just see it than to see it in that thing it's, <laughs> it's far more disturbing now i'd rather just see it yeah right so anyway i thought to myself how is it okay for this guy to be carrying a pizza out on a tray with his beard on top of it because the guy who's cooking it we know he's got it covered up because you know he's supposed to but you defeat the whole purpose then when this guy's carrying a tray there's no way if you're carrying the tray 
it's close to your body. Your beard is not touching my pizza. I mean, it Dude, was down to his belly button. Bro, I, I got a beard, but it's short. I I was at Monster. I, what you have is not a beard. What you have is like, what a, is this a, I don't know, like Facial a three days growth. I mean, but it's not. This guy had oh, a. No. He, this guy had a. Like a gigantic, huge, cultivated, like two year cultivated beard. I was at Monster Pool today. And there was a guy with a beard, but it was like a wavy beard. You know, like some guys just have naturally, mm-hmm. not super curly, but a wave to it. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Like when like when Jennifer Lawrence does her hair and it's just got a mm-hmm. wave, right? Okay. He's got no shirt on. He's gross. And he's got this beard. And he's standing next to me. And I just I just wanted to put him under the water and I just want to hold his head there. <laughs> I was just like. Chili's yeah. just, just quiet forever. Yeah. I was like, listen. I'm going to put you and your beard out of its misery. <laughs> no, but I was like, I'm at a public pool. It's gross enough we all have our shirts off. Right. That's gross enough. I'm already Like some hair may fall off your body into the pool. It may. You can't let your body look like that and your face look like that at the same time. I just, I don't get how people, it's a choice you're making. You know what I mean? You can't even blame that on glands. Like somebody, oh, you have an active pituitary. That's why I look this way. Nah, dude. No. This, this is this So is what dumb. do you. It's uh, dumb. Okay. We've and ran- you have a job like a, a beard is worse than the tattooed fingers for, for food service. Far worse. It's it may be the worse. What is worse? I mean, not wearing pants. I mean, but that's just that doesn't Maybe. happen. Depending on the, I mean, set of you know grooming, uh, you know hygiene. I, I just I, I don't words. I don't get how cool, dude. You want to have that beard? That's great and dandy. Go work in a wood shop, uh, but. Do not have that beard and and bring out a tray of pizza that you're holding up against your body because your beard is literally touching the pizza. You know what that beard is acceptable for if you're a welder? Because then you cover it with that mask, an extra long. <laughs> Tuck it into your... Or, or the guy who beheads people. Yeah. Sure, the executioner. Yeah. The guy that comes out there, he's got the mask on. Or a... Mm-hmm. Uh, Sex executioner. Dude, a gimp. A gimp. Okay. So those are three. Yeah. Baseball player. No. <laughs> no. In high def. <laughs> No, gross. But here's the thing. We've railed against beards before. We have made zero headway and we've swayed zero opinion. Okay, it's almost like, wait, real quick. It's almost like how you said, how can you call Steve Buscemi and, you know, uh, Brad Pitt, both men? It doesn't mm. make sense. It doesn't add up. How can Pee Wee Herman be the same thing as, uh, yeah. you know, Hugh Jackman? Yeah, him and, how, John, how, him how and John Cena are how, not different. How are two you know? people called the same thing that are so far different? And so that's why... I don't consider what this guy had a beard. It was a, it was an atrocity. It wasn't. It was like a. I don't even know, man. Like a, like horror movies were less. He appalling. brought your food and then you ate. He it? got my food. He the, the neighboring table. I would. I was demanded waiter? a new waitress. What would you do? No, I had a waitress. Like, can you bring someone? I always up? demand a waitress. But what do you do? That guy comes. He's like, hey, <laughs> my name is Marcellus. I'll be serving you tonight. And you go, no, you won't. No, you. I would because now he's going to tell Katrina. Katrina's going to make sure that your food. gets I mean, shredded. I just feel like. That it should never have – and no one should ever have to face this. this it shouldn't issue. be on you. It's just stupid. It shouldn't be on you. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like – But it's not like he came in the one day and he all of a sudden – or he had a week's vacation and came in with a giant beard. This is a progression, right? So you, Yeah, you, each you month, tell the each guy month like, his boss gave him subtle clues or not so subtle clues that his beard behavior was okay. Mm-hmm. And if that that left without repercussion, I mean – for yeah, God's sakes, we got no. It's Hunger Games. Yeah, it was bad. There's no rules at all. But, but my thing is, we've we've railed against beers before, and we haven't gotten anywhere. So, let's look at this from a different angle, more productive angle. 
What do you say to a friend who has a horrible beard? You like him, but you don't like his beard. You want him to stop. How do you, um, how does that conversation go? Well, I mean, you know me. I would straight up be like, your beard sucks. Okay. And, and because, but, but, I, oh, then I'll be Mr. Guy that loves beards. I mean, you, I just think this is a, this is, there's a, dude, there's want, a lot of guys out there. Who, I, I mean, I would yeah. just straight up be like your beard, dude, you got to do something with the beard. It's awful. Dude, the chicks love it. I, I'm just, it's, it, nobody loves it. Absolutely. Just, your mother doesn't man, even love it. It's terrible. It's awful. It smells bad. It is literally a poop saver. I mean, I mean, I wash it. It's, it's unhygienic. It's disgusting. Uh, nobody, s- nobody remember likes Remember that dude from Sons of Anarchy? Nobody likes Chicks loved him. Well, Hitler's mom loved him. I don't know what to tell you. The thing is gross. It's disgusting. It hangs. It it, it hangs out of your face. It's, it's okay, but okay, but I've been working at this for this is fifteen months of beard. You want me to erase fifteen months of my life? That's something I can't do. Well, I mean, you can live with it all you want, but know that everybody's standing behind you, talking about you every day, all the time. Now, you're not going to hear that, but no. I'm telling you, as a friend, I literally hear every single person, and usually I'm spearheading the effort, so I yeah. know this is the truth. Talking shit about your beard. The bass player from System of Down gets tons of poontang. And he even has beads in his. Well, whatever. I mean, you better learn how to play bass, because from where I'm standing, I mean, you, pretty nah, much you've I'm got gonna, you've got the shitty beard. I don't have a lot of musical talent. Well, and I don't know how you can play bass like that. You'd have to tie that thing off. So you're not going to go with like the you get more beads with honey. I don't know how you could do that. You couldn't convince the dude like, hey man, I just think you you're, you have a beautiful face. Wait, I miss your cheeks, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I miss your chin. Right. I bet that chin under there is. Uh, you would look 700 years younger without that beard <laughs> and that poster. I'm trying to think of a way to and, go And like, that staff you carry around in a giant robe. You got to focus on the positive. You go like, dude, it's not you. It's not you. We like you. We like you a lot. Right. I just, it's, we don't like what your beard's doing to your face and our eyeballs. I feel like it just gets so out of control that you, and, and all, all this stuff requires a strong, it requires a woman to do. No man can tell another man his beard's awful. Okay. What you need to do is okay, bring a woman in. Okay, you stumbled upon it. Okay, so well, there we go. We figured it out. You put the pressure on the woman and you, you go, look, at, this man's handsome under there. What is he doing hiding that? Yeah, though. I mean, Dude, even when Brad Pitt gets a beard. Okay, he got a big beard in Legends of the Fall. Yeah, chicks don't want to get with him, but not nearly as much as uh, Meet Joe Black, I for think God's sake. what you need to do is enlist some uh, attractive female to do the, hey, me and a couple of our girlfriends were talking about it. We think you have beautiful eyes. We've seen some pictures of you before you had the beard. And we would love, we always love these TV shows where they do the the makeover. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna pay for it. We're gonna buy you one outfit. We're gonna and, take you out, dude. Yeah, just like what happened to me when I bought that suit at Men's Warehouse. That many, <laughs> yeah, for a thousand bucks. So if it's I, I bought a two hundred dollars suit for a thousand bucks, right, right. So, so if it's not queer eye for the straight guy, it's uh, no. girls for yeah. the straight. Yes, straight, straight for the beard eye guy. for the beard guy. Straight eye for the beard guy. Yeah. And really, ultimately, they're they're not gonna you know no one wants anything to do with him once his beard shaved because he's probably ugly. That's why you grew the beard. No, in the first he's place. not. He's or not. horribly he's handsome, horribly disfigured. He just got like the king caught in up in a trash a fashion trend that wasn't for him. How about just like uh, you start like a charity, like just knock it down, like you don't have to shave it off, but just knock it down. Like what look, if, put it, put a three guard on there. Would that kill you? What if you just walked up and stuck gum in it? <laughs> <laughs> What if you just throw honey I mean, there's and flour no, at him? There's no going back. <laughs> just, or like on Jackass, remember the yeah, guys are sleeping, you just bam, yeah, one bam stripe up, up the, the middle? Yeah, right. You don't want to live with that stripe, do you? <laughs> well, no, because then they separate it. They do, like I said, the the Jim the Anvil or, or Captain Lou Albano uh, rubber band beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
I don't know. I think the best course of action is to enlist some uh, some females and give this guy a, a fake ego boost in order to get rid of that thing. Do you want to tackle more of the week, or do you want to go to a few listener questions? Or I you have some listener questions? I'd love to hear them. I know we put out there and and remind me, but when we're done with I the questions this. you have, uh, I I had put something out, and you had put something out saying, uh, well, I I know I put a, a message out saying, hey, hmm. we talk about a lot of stuff, and a lot of times we get derailed. So remind us if there's anything that we were talking about that we started to talk about mm. that people wanted to hear what the resolution was or us to finish the story. Um, and I know some people had asked uh, me to ask you whatever happened when Chaz came to your house, and then <laughs> the other the other question was. Um, Something about last week. I'll rem- I'll, I'll think. I about love it, but- Chaz, though. You know, like, <laughs> like all I got is good things about Chaz. Like, I feel like what happens with Chaz stays with Chaz. Okay. Not with you, but with me. Right. I sort of feel that way. Yeah, you pretty much had a similar experience to mine. That man's so. a delight. <laughs> he is a delight. No, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's great. He's you. He's everything you said. You said this dude's a character. He's going to come in like a ball of fire. You gave me tips. Hey, play Pandora or Spotify classic rock. And he'll think you're the best DJ ever. I did that. And he was like, dude, you and Dave, man. You and Dave just like. You you're guys introducing play- me to so much music I've never He's heard like, before. Well, I was just playing classic rock. He's like, you guys play all the stuff I grew up with. Like, I, It's like you have all of it. And I was like, well, I mean. <laughs> Spotify I, radio. I do have a great collection. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I showed him what it was. I didn't hide that. He did a ton of quality work. If anything, he cared too much. Mm-hmm. At some point, I was like. I really just want to knock this out and get going. So sometimes, like, if time is an issue. And, and as a person who interviews people and people say the, uh, you know, if there's ever, you say, like, hey, tell me one thing that's a negative about yourself. Yeah. You know, sometimes I care a little bit too much. In this case, that is that is exactly yeah. you go, the issue. Like, Dude, I'm just a perfectionist. It's got to be perfect or nothing at all. I was like, well, it'd be perfect. It's just I'd rather t- be nothing at all So because I need my house back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, but. But yeah, every, every, everything was great with him. He well, was, he's a character. He did great work. Um, but here's the thing: he works at such a. And I don't want to like bring money into it, but he works at such a good price, like below good price, that my guilt plays in. As realize, was everyone. So I didn't really ask how many days it would take. So as it takes more days, I keep going. Well, I'm not paying him enough, so I keep <laughs> tipping him or giving him more. Well, when you do that times four or five days, you're now at a, at the price that was more. <laughs> Right. Uh, median level price. But that being said, he's a great guy. He was great with my kids. He was great with Allie. I got to... You're a better person for having met him. 100%. 100%. And him and my father-in-law, Mike, got to meet. And it was anticlimactic. I was really hoping that it would be like... Dude, it'd be like if... I'm trying to think. It would be like if Kramer met... I'm trying to think of like another... Like if Kramer met... Schneider from One Day, one day at a Time. Or Klinger. I was going to say Klinger, the cross-dressing things. Right. It, it would be sort of like that. Yeah. like uh, an Two I, different characters Michael Richards played met each other. It would be like if Stanley Spadowski <laughs> ran right. into Kramer. That's where I was going. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and it was more just, I think, like when two animals first like get in a cave, like they, they size each other up, they circle a few times, they do a little sniffing. I think that's what happened. The sparks would happen if it was a few more days. Right. But Chaz was great. So get that out of the way. Knock the, that out of the way. The other question I had had, and, and we'll go back to it, uh, was I never finished this. I, I had mentioned that I had some information about my experience at Chuck E. Cheese, and I, I never got around to it because I, I went on uh, a, a long Chick-fil-A thing. So go ahead with the questions you have. If we get to it, I will talk about uh, And also a request was for you to finally review the movie The Burbs. But, I can uh, get with, that toward the end. Okay. I'll knock that out. Um, ba 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 boo. Oh shit, I went to the wrong one. 
Sorry, hang on. So I should have just done the Chuck E. Cheese thing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, sorry, I went to the I went to the Wild Rose thing. Uh, what are your? This is from John Schick Jr. What are your guys' thoughts on the resurgence of record stores? It was once a dead market, and now the stores keep popping back up. Well, you know, uh, when I moved out of my old house, I gave all my audio cassettes to uh, to one of our listeners, and then I also all my records I kept. And, um, I decided, cause most of them were collectors records. Like I had a bunch of like punk rock, seven inches, like real hard to find stuff or like, you know, hundred pressing oh, real, yeah. real, real, real remember, limited yeah. edition stuff. And I took it up to the record store, downtown Griffith, not S and J region records. I think it's called on main mm. street. So it's like yeah. on, on, act, on in, actual main in street. hipster square. And I gave it to the dude. I think I talked about it. Like the guy took like three weeks to research the value because he's like, I don't even, I don't even know any of these records. Like I had a couple of Misfits records, which were basically, I think one of them might have been band practice, and then someone pressed it onto a, a, a full length record. Nice. Um, so I, I made a pretty penny off of all of it. But I, I, when I got here to this house and I was unpacking, I realized I still had a, a turntable, and. Uh, but I never looked back. I thought, you know what? I don't want records. Records are dumb. So, <laughs> so that's where that's where I stand on that. Record stores smell. Record store people are weird. Oh, well, wait a minute. Hold they on. Smell? This is my opinion. You could put yours in. Okay. Like record record stores record stores smell like old cardboard and, and oldness. Uh, so that's you can't dispute that. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about used records. You know, trading sure. records. Stores. And the other thing is, is record people are uh, a people all to themselves, not music people. Record people are very specific. They're not like normal, like just people who are into music. You know what I mean? Like people that will argue this. I was listening to uh, Marin for a long time when he first got like his oh, like, high, God, his system yeah. and he, all he talked about these stupid records. And I will argue, I get the whole thing where it's like, oh, you never heard it until you heard it on a record player. It's all, it's all bullshit. Just give me the music loud as hell, and I'm good. I don't care what you know. It doesn't need to be on a record. I'll, I'll listen to an MP3 yeah. or a, a wave file or or a, a streamed whatever. You know what I need is I need like I need someone to take like a Bose speaker with digital input, and then take a record with really nice speakers. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. say like you. Can, this is the best like way to the listen Pepsi to challenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. I think what's Pepsi challenge? Well, you cover up, and they give you one of each, and you decide which is better. And then you take the mm. mask off, and you then like you when make they have your two feminine napkins, and they pour the blue liquid on both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I need that, and I need them to go like, do you have a distinct difference? Because if I don't hear a distinct difference, I'll go okay. I still, I still think the record thing is fun, but I, but you got to acknowledge that it's it's just a collecting hobby sure you're not doing it because like oh dude you, you got experience on, you don't have to experience on it takes up too much space well i mean that's part of the love of it you know what i mean yeah i mean if you're single and you plan on never having love in your life i think that's an awesome hobby to get but, into. i mean if you have like four milk crates that's no, that's cool. quite i mean I, I, again but that's 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 not crazy no it's not crazy you don't I have, have to be at the crate. you don't have to be at the record store every day I had a ton of records before my house flooded. I ended up when I sold my records, I think I had two milk crates. Well, isn't it like any other collection? Like after a while, it becomes yeah. to feed your endorphin rush. Like to, it becomes because you like collecting, after not about while, what you like collecting. Ben, you know as well as I do, the things you own end up owning you. They end up owning you. You want to die with it, and you got to. You know, your apartment blows up, and your fridge has nothing but condiments in it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but, okay, regarding the smell, I mean, some people view that as a positive. The way it smells. 
I don't yeah. know that I'm in that group, but but those people like grandparent sex. I li- <laughs> I like collecting things too, but any thing that you get into, including records, do collect them. If you're into it, collect them. But just as long as you go, I just like collecting them. I just like having them. But what until Gollum. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but until until <laughs> you just we want. What do you do with them once you have them? Basically, what's going to happen is you're going to die, and some grandchild or son or sibling or brother yeah. is going to be stuck trying, going to get rid of them for nowhere near what they're worth because they don't give a shit about them. Right. So I guess my wife has it right where she goes, "You can't take this shit in the, in this world as tangible things with you." So right. at the end of the day, the experiences are worth more than. You know, a record collection or yeah. Funko Pop or any of this crap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Point, whoa, point whoa, being, whoa. you know uh, all the stuff that, that you have over a lifetime when you die. And I've said this before, when my father died, all this stuff that he had in his junk drawer that that we looked at as treasures and we snuck a peek at every chance we could get. Now we had full access to because like, he wasn't there to stop us. And it, it, it was it was all it was all Garbage. Garbage. And that's the saddest thing ever because we're going through it and my mom's like, well, who wants this? And we're all like, eh, nobody wants that. It doesn't, it's not anything. It's yeah, just, I got a TITAC of my dad's. It's a stealth, um, not bomber, but a stealth fighter. It's a TITAC. I almost wore it to the wedding the other day, but I was like, I look nice. I don't know if I want this stealth. I mean, but it was my dad's. I go, well, one day maybe I'll wear this. But it ends up just being a, th- I mean, dude, if, well, that's, I mean, if you have like an emotional momentum, you want to hang on to it, hang on to it as long as you need it. But no, as soon you as wait you until your boy gets old enough and you go, your grandfather wanted you to have this. Yeah, and who I didn't want it either. <laughs> no, he'll give it to him. I it do, goes I have on my, and on and on. I have my great grandfather's harmonica, but it's in like three pieces. <laughs> and my grandma was like, do not let it get fixed anywhere where you can't be there while they fix it. Well, guess what, grandma? I couldn't find a place where I can sit there. It was like, hey, if you mail it in, we can fix it. But she like made me swear. She's like on her deathbed. Don't like, let Nicholas Cage get a hold of this thing because inside <laughs> holds the, the map. She goes, to us. she goes, listen, do what you want with this harmonica. But if you let Bruce Willis any <laughs> anywhere near it, <laughs> right. if you let any white guy try to play blues on mm. this goddamn harmonica. Last thing on record stores I will say is that there's a lot of them popping up, and that's good for the industry and good for them. I'm happy for them, but in my heart, there's only one record store, and that is S and J in Hampshire oh, yeah. Square. Um, and there is only one record store guy. <laughs> That's Jim. That's Jim. So R.I.P. Moving on. Oh, a little more house cleaning. John Hillema wanted me to clarify. He said I started talking about um the Tweeter Center debacle about how I was going to Tweeter Center and upselling mm. tickets. I had an internet fight with um the people that run the Twitter Center or uh, Twitter. Tweeter. It's not even. It hasn't, yeah, been, not it even, hasn't been Twitter for twenty say, years. You're you're. Like I got Tweeter at the Steppenwolf. Theater, I got Tweeter. Right? <laughs> so yeah. So here I am going into Kennedy Movie Theater, right? I'm going to see Gremlins Part Two, and I'm like, this movie's terrible. No, uh, but 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 try to pull this up. Um, I got into a thing because hopefully you're arguing with I don't the right think people. I don't think it's <laughs> Live Nation. Yeah, that's the ticket. Uh, okay, the that ticket might broker. be it. The people that sold me the tickets. I told you last a couple weeks ago. I'm buying these tickets to see Dan and Do Shay. Do we cheat him and how? I would like to. Oh, I tried <laughs> That's to. The organization I, I tried to use some negotiation team. skills on them too. It didn't work. But uh, uh, I bought tickets to see Dan and Shay, who sing your favorite song. When yeah, I yeah. Key. Which, by the way, I went to a bar in the past week. And uh, I heard it three times. And, and <laughs> I told you. Man. It went over like hotcakes. Everybody but me was in heaven. <clears throat> I broke a Coors Light bottle and stabbed myself in the left ear with it. Uh, so I got into a thing with Live Nation or whatever they are because I just wanted to buy these tickets. 
And they kept saying, do you have any comments? Do you have any comments? Yeah, I got a feedback, couple. feedback, feedback. So I said, fine. I, don't, I didn't want to do it. But finally it said, we'll put you in this drawing if you tell us why you didn't love your experience with us. By the way, it took me 50 minutes online on my phone to buy these tickets. I didn't want them. <laughs> it took me 50 minutes to do something I didn't want and spend money I didn't want to spend. So here's what they said. Um, if you have any comments that could make us better understand um, why you didn't have a positive experience with us. So I, and I'll just say what I wrote and then we'll move on. My comment section went as so. It says, because constantly being upsold and offered special packages is an inconvenience for people who just want to buy normal tickets. I don't enjoy endless options to spend money. I just want to buy tickets to see a terrible country music band because my wife likes them. And any opportunity to make that already soul-crushing experience any more succinct is welcomed in the same way a man stuck in an awful desert full of trophy hooks, major pentatonic scales, and grunt-style t-shirts would love to just hypnotize himself for approximately four hours while still enjoying the company of his wife and friends. That's it. I think it's straight to the point. So, I think I might have read that with... with with a poor skill, but, uh, did there any opportunity to make that? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So basically I was saying like anything you can do to make that, uh, not as horrible. And instead you just, you just make it super hard for me moving on. Oh, I, that, did they give you a reply? No, <laughs> that, that was, it, it was a 45 minute debacle. If I want to buy these, Hey, give us feedback. I want to buy these. So finally, um, so did you get in the drawing? Yeah, I got in the drawing. And I, win? I didn't win shit. <laughs> what was the, what was the prize? I don't know. Like more, 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 more like, Dan and Shay. Uh, upstage to reserve. Well, because oh, here's the problem I had. Is I just wanted lawn tickets and the lawn seats. There's like, well, there's lawn seats, but there's reserved lawn. I'm like, what is that? I thought lawn was lawn. Oh, there's reserved lawn. Oh, and there's, you can get it an hour early and access to the beer garden early. Oh, I mean, my God. I mean, seats. <laughs> Dude, it was like there was so many different ways. And I was like, just give me cheap seats to see this shitty band. No problem. Cheap seats. Do you want the gold package cheap seats? Do you want the bronze package yes. cheap seats? Yeah. You okay, that's fine. Pack. You want the cheap seats. However, would you like to get in early? Long lines are a hassle, aren't they? How about preferred parking? Weed preferred smoking section? Seating. You know, we rent, out, we rent out umbrellas. Would you like a chair? We rent chairs. I'm just like, I want to take a piece of crap blanket. I want to leave that blanket there with, with part of my soul. Mm. And that's all I want to do. So that happened. Oddly enough, uh, I had to go see a country performance this week too, and we both got tattoos like last week. We're we're running parallel. Yeah. So maybe I'm catching up to you. Remember, like be. I was like I'm like like I'm like um past Dave. Yes. I'm like Dave four years ago. Like I'm <laughs> on the same arc as you. Uh, it is weird. Yeah. I did. I saw. Let me ask you this about the country. Did you see it already, or just bought the tickets? I don't think I'm gonna go now. <laughs> well, we'll get back to that. But, but I bought four tickets. I, when, hey, if anybody wants to go see Dan and Shay with your wife. At me. No, it turns out I got something else going on. Like, yeah, nobody wants to see that. But anyway, maybe we'll. I think I, well, here's the thing. She goes, I forget what I have. I had to look at my calendar. But something there was some, some kind of sort of snafu, right? And I was like, well, uh, here's what I say. What? Why don't you just take your friends? Just I, got, I already bought the tickets. They're paid for. If you want to, if you want to do like a girls' night out, you know. And then what you got to do is every couple times a week you have to go. I mean. I tried to set up a date night for us, you know, so I thought we were going to go out and have some fun. But listen, take your friends. Right. Like, I'll I'll stay. I'll hold down the fort. And after that 50 minutes, she goes, you know, I really thought about it. I've heard that song so many times this week. I'm really just not interested in it. If that's, I hear it one more that's time. That's fine, too. That's okay. Uh, so the, the the guy I went to see, that I think his name is, I always mess it up, Brett Young. 
He was at the Porter County Fairgrounds. Brooks and Dunn was Friday. Did you go see that Thursday. Kane something fell? No, 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 no. Oh, my God. You know how many women were there trying to get pregnant to? Well, this oh, guy. Oh, I just saw pictures on Instagram and Facebook, and I was like, dude, women were trying to have babies that th- night. This guy came out on stage. I've never been to a country performance before, but he came out on stage. Mm. And when I say country, I'm, I'm talking, this is like pop music. It's not, you know, like. Modern, modern country. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not Merle Haggard. Mm. Uh, the guy came out wearing a tight black T-shirt with a cross necklace and a baseball hat backwards. So I was like, well, where's the dude who's singing the song? Yeah. Like, That's him. Who do you think still buying Affliction shirts? I thought I thought I was waiting for a cowboy hat, a giant buckle. Mm-mm. I got none of it. No. And my wife's like, oh, this is what all the country people wear now. And I'm like, yeah. dude. Did he have Where's a tear? Like not a V-neck. He had a tear in his shirt. No, though? no, it was regular. It was. It was. I bet it was he had. A, I bet he had a slit in his crew, crew neck. Might even have been crew neck. I bet he had but, a cut in it. But he, like the guy, did in ninety minutes. He did, and you know how I hate this. He did a hard sixty minutes of cover music, like songs that he that were pop music that he turned into country versions of pop songs. How can you be a professional? And that's why he's that? playing at the Porter County Fair on Thursday night. Yeah, but dude, I mean, I play covers, but it's because I'm in a bar. But and that's what then the I bar went, people want. I went and looked at his uh, uh, Spotify, and he's got a ton of listens to his original music. But either way, so I was, why not play your own stuff? He did, but then he ran out of it. Dude. So I mean, okay. ninety All minutes right. is ninety minutes. But e- either way, uh, I I'm, I wish that wasn't my first. Uh, foray into country music. Mm. I'm not. I'm not against it. I did go in there with absolutely every expectation it was going to be horrible i even brought my own headphones to put on during his concert so it was similar to the fireworks yes. play you were sitting yeah, underneath sure. the tree with headphones yeah. on yeah and everybody else was was lubricated except for myself who was stone cold sober so that's the way a lot yeah. of times right yeah dude yeah. you know what i try to do this week and i know you don't what <laughs> i can't bro <laughs> i can't bro. all the yoga in the world yeah. and right. for what for nothing um i know where you fall in robin williams do you? I do think you so. Really? Yeah. Like you're okay. not a fan, correct? I like Whoopi better than I like Robin Williams. Right. That's, <laughs> what's um, that tell you? But here's what I will say about Robin Williams because- Please don't do an impression. Oh, uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let me do a Robin Williams impression. Ready? Smoking. Is that- Yeah. That's, that's, that's that about- good? Yeah. That's right on the money. Wait. Let me see if I got another one. Let's see. Uh, uh, somebody stop me. Is that- Better than the first one. Okay. Like, um, let's see if I have any more. Uh, I like it a lot. Looks good on you, though. <laughs> I just mean to, uh, basically, my rule is if it's on HBO, I'll watch it. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's, a, Dude, that's a hell of a rule. HBO doesn't make a lot of bad stuff. I don't know. You told me to watch this uh, Sharper Images or whatever. and I, I was, Sharp I, Objects I, I couldn't, is I good, could not, I was like, this is the most stylized, crappy. I could not. What's crappy that. about it? No. No, I watched a Moaning of Life instead. But you don't like on. the editing, or what? I just didn't. I just it, it was just a stupid You're story. Crazy. And Amy dude. Adams needs to wear makeup at all times. I would watch. I'm a horrible person, dude. Anyway. I would watch Amy Adams kick baby pigs. I would too, but as long as she's wearing makeup. <laughs> all right. So I understand um, the character is supposed to be less than worried about her physical appearance, but come on. She, dude. See, I had the opposite thinking. I was like, oh, they're trying to pretend like Amy Adams isn't hot. No, oh, they're making her look regular. You thought they succeeded they did a pretty at that? Good job, yeah. <laughs> pretty good job. I, thought, See, I, I wasn't convinced. I was like, I know there's a hot I was waiting for her to be in the reboot of Mask. No, <laughs> oh, sir. Okay, so, but my rule is like, if it's on HBO, at least give it the time. Of, like, check it I'm out. I'm clearly like, teasing, buddy. Like, Adams. unless it has, um, who's the chick from Sex in the City? Well, I mean, Carrie? The, yeah. 
Who's that? Carrie Bradshaw? Sarah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. Okay. If it has her in it, that my rule doesn't apply. Not that I won't watch her, but I just like, I don't, I'm usually like, eh. I find her very enjoyable. It better be super good if I'm going to watch it if she's in it. So, Sex in the City is great. It might be. I just have never seen it. It is. So, I watch stuff that's on HBO. Robin Williams has a documentary. They're pumping it. They're pushing it before all their shows. I say, now I'm with you as far as Robin Williams doesn't make me laugh. Right. I can't watch a stand-up. I don't think it's funny. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire doesn't do it for me. Like, Mork and Mindy doesn't do it for me. However, when he's in a serious role, good I think he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, and what's that other, like, what That's things... No, there's dreams of tomorrow or the one where he's the boy that ages a lot faster. No, he like his his wife like kills himself and he dies and they go he, him yeah. and Cuba Gooding Jr. walk around in a painting for a while. <laughs> no, that sounds what? terrible. Okay, that poet society. Okay, yeah, it's Fisher good. King. I don't know, but but I get what you're saying. My point is, I like him when he's not trying to make me laugh. So I say, okay, this is a documentary. So I'm watching this documentary because um, I want it. He doesn't make me laugh, but I but but I, the thing is, when he's in a dramatic role, I go. This dude seems like a sweet, great guy. He seems like yeah, an he seems awesome a good person, person. Without a doubt. Like, he seems like an amazing dude. Well, this documentary ruined that for me because they just talk about his need to be laughed at and they show all his funny stuff and some of his serious stuff, but they show his need for the attention. And then they basically highlight how... Well, they're talking about other stuff, but they sort of pepper in how he had a bunch of kids and was there for them a couple months a year. And now that I'm like in dad mode, any documentary, even dude, even Nirvana documentaries or whatever, I watch them and I just go, well, God damn, Kurt was a shitty dad. You know, like, or, or he was, maybe he tried when he wasn't on tour two months a year. As a dude who puts in work every day, I watch Robin Williams and I go, wait a minute, you were going Nanu, Nanu on Mork and Mindy? And that's why you couldn't, like, be a dad to your kids? So... I, I wanted to find more appreciation for Robin Williams by watching this documentary and going like, what a great guy. That's stuff I didn't know. I ended up going like, I still don't think he's very funny. And he might have been a worse dude than I thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, this- Well, I feel like he might still be here today if they just would have paired him up with Jimmy Fallon. It would have made him feel good. Like, you, you know. <laughs> like he needed to feel good guy with <laughs> yeah, him at all times. All times. He, Jimmy Fallon could almost be like one of those work dogs if, that you know, when people feel bad about themselves. The dude he's just like, laughs ridiculously. He's, he's a security he's animal. Yes. <laughs> he'd be like, Robin Williams would like be like doing his like manic thing. He'd be like, you know what? I'm feeling awful. Bad about myself. And he'd be doing all his voices. He'd be like, hey, doing the high voices. And Jimmy Fallon would be like, dude, let's go eat Jello Jigglers. He'd be like, you're right. Let's go have some of those. And uh, then, dude, I just listened to a clip today of Jimmy Fallon laughing at some just moronic, like not like a, like a setup. He was falling out of his chair, anticipating that this joke may be funny. In two minutes after the setup was done, I was like, this is the worst pandering I've ever heard and how people can can stomach this. It, it destroys me. And that's how I feel about Robin Williams as a comedian. Yeah. The same thing. I'm like, there's a lot of buildup and he's getting there and he's getting there and it just there's just zero payoff. He's super obnoxious. Robin Williams just, it seemed to me that what he lacked in good jokes, he just made up with, it was all energy, right? Yeah. 95% energy, 5% funny jokes. Uh, but this is the same way I look at Emo Phillips. I'm like, this guy is the complete counter 
opposite or the well, he opposite. Great jokes. I just I just feel like his delivery is is so you know you're so distracted by the way he says yeah, it. Yeah, it's just, but at it least there's funny jokes. It, for, in it doesn't there. do it for me. I don't know. Well, I didn't. Like, I can't get past it. Like I mean, on the one year anniversary of Robin Williams' death, I'm gonna crap on him more. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I watched it and I wanted I'll be to, your Huckleberry. I still like go like okay, it was cool to know his story, and he was a sweet dude. Oh, absolutely, he was a sweet dude. But even if you have like some like mental issues, or even if you have hangups, even if you have, as Billy Crystal puts it, that special hug that you can only get from a stranger. Even if you need that, another guy that people think is a really good guy. I love uh, Billy Crystal. I mean, not though they I don't. Love him. People don't think that, but no, they I don't agree. like Billy I, I like Billy Crystal, but oh, he, I love him. Most people think he's kind of a pompous ass. I believe. I think he is, but I love the movie <laughs> Mister Saturday Night so much that yeah, I forgive him. He's not for, playing him. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I just love that movie so much. Right. I forgive him for everything. But uh, yeah. No matter what's going on, when I see people go like, oh, he had this dream and he had to follow it and there's nothing could stop it. And I go, not even your kids. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what- Because you know your kids have completely taken any opportunity yeah, for your well- dreams and flushed them down the toilet. Well, You're like, why? why- but I mean- here's the thing. I let them do that yeah. in, in many ways. You know what I'm saying? Like the th- when, when you're a father who gives up stuff or who, I mean, I'm, I, I, you know what I mean? I'm not playing the gigs anymore, right? right? Like- that's not a huge deal. And I know it's not the money that Robin Williams is making, but the point is when you sacrifice a bunch of stuff as a father, and then you see some guy who just needs that attention and doesn't pay attention to his kids. Like as I can't, resp- I can go like, look, I see why you're doing it. And I get why you're doing it. Uh, it makes sense or whatever, but I do, I just don't respect it. I just don't. Well, Dude, know, take care. Of nobody's your perfect. Take care of your family. <laughs> nobody's perfect. I'm not saying perfect, but, all right, what other questions you got? You had, Dude, there was a, oh, this wasn't a question. That was just some stuff. Oh, I know, but you had a couple more that you wanted to do. Uh, boo, boo, boo. Um, Jamie Prieto wants to know why um, I am not playing in one time anymore. We'll get to that later or now if you'd like. Boo, I boo, mean, boo. it's a short, sweet oh. answer. Kind of. Not? Okay, unlike Robin Williams. <laughs> I was going to say, on the, on the heels of this, it's Unlike perfect. Robin Williams, uh, I realize that there's things that I love to do, too. And there's things that I need to do and enjoy doing, and I will find a different way to do them or a different time to do them. But uh, my kids are young and playing two gigs a weekend or at least one gig a weekend. Getting babysitters. And rehearsing. And rehearsing and getting babysitters to not be with my kids doesn't doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel great right now. Uh, I love playing. I love, love, me. I love playing music. But... Um, but uh, but I hate telling my kids, hey, not today, because I gotta go play all the time. So that's that's basically why I'm doing that. But 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 oh, uh, we got a couple of things to request um, to hear the verbs. Yeah, so that's we'll, all the questions we have. We'll hit that right at the. Is that it? Soon. I know I've raved about or I've gone on ranted about YouTube before. Sometimes I win, sometimes YouTube wins. What I mean by that is, like, YouTube. Every, people that are like YouTubers that like have channels and make videos, for the most part, the ones that do that like for a living, they all edit their stuff and they light it in the same way. And it's very ADD. It's fast. They're smash cuts. They chop it. They chop it. They chop it. It's bright. The reactions. Are, it's like anime in a person. Mm-hmm. Like the reactions are exaggerated. Everything's exaggerated. Their eyes are extra huge. They have light rings that light their faces so they look super bright. And when my kids will pop on this stuff and then I shut YouTube off, I go, what, what are you guys doing? And I turn it off because it's for, I even do it. I have ADD, but it still bugs me. Cause I'm like, what are these people think? They're so wired. Like, I feel like I'm wired. And if they're too wired for me, it's craziness. Uh, and it feels fake because it is fake. Well, uh, today YouTube won 
Do you know who Jacqueline Glenn is? No. Jacqueline Glenn is a YouTuber. She's a girl. And (laughs) you never know. No, you don't. You don't. Basically, I watch a lot of uh, Sam Harris videos and I watch a lot of Christopher Hitchens videos. I see Christopher Hitchens videos and uh, other stuff like that when I'm not just watching Norm MacDonald videos. That's what I watch. I watch jujitsu videos, Norm MacDonald and atheism videos. And I just pepper them in. Well, this chick comes up. Usually it's a salty old dude doing atheism videos. Well, this girl comes up and I'm like, whoa, 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 what is this? She's cute, right? She's good looking. So what's going on? And she was, she had a bunch of really good points. She was like this fast talker. It's like, oh, okay. Next thing you know, dude, I, I fell in a YouTube wormhole today that was like, I mean, it took up an embarrassing, of the past two days, took up an embarrassing amount of time of me. It went from, this girl's got some good points to. Yeah, she does. Yeah, I got a really good points. You know I mean? But uh, it went from that to like all of a sudden I'm watching her other videos and I don't understand what's going on because YouTube world is fast and weird. So I'm watching and I'm going, I don't know who that dude is. And then I look at the comments and like, oh, that dude broke her heart. I'm like, oh, who's that guy? And I'm going back to another video. Turns out that was her ex-boyfriend. Dude, I spent so much. I- I'm watching her reaction videos to videos that he made about yeah. her. Next thing you know, we have a storage shed like rust and coal with a bunch of different pictures and oh my charts. God. <laughs> I got red string. At yeah. I'm, I'm like, where's Carol? Where's Sharon? So, dude, it ended up being, hey, this girl's kind of cute. She makes some good points. That has my attention. And that's all it is. So next thing you know, I'm watching music videos of her ex-boyfriend's band. And deciphering the lyrics and looking at comments. And I'm like, oh, it's true. And then she puts... This YouTube world is like these people that vlog and do all this stuff for a living. There's reaction videos, right? They do reaction videos. So it's like real-life soap opera. Something will happen. They'll make a video. Somebody else who's also... Their job is to make videos will react to what that person said. Right. Then that person makes a reactionary video to what they said. Then a third party. And there'll be like little windows in their video showing the other video of yes. the other person. Yes. And then a third party whose job is to just watch. How meta, right? A video just, of a video of a guy doing a video talking about the first video. Yeah. And the second. It was like when I went to see Manson and that girl was taking pictures of the super screen that was taking pictures of Manson. But yeah, so dude, I spent, I ended up spending, no, most of this is like I just put it down while I'm driving. I don't listen, you know, I don't watch it, I listen, but. but I, all of a sudden, I'm concerning myself with these people are strangers, and all of a sudden, like I'm watching like it's a real life like Melrose place. I'm like, oh man, she got her heart broke. Who's this guy? And I'm and I'm, I'm researching backgrounds of how they broke up, what, why they broke yes. up. Yes. If any of his lyrics reflect at what point in the relationship he knew the breakup was coming. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you've seen these videos. It's like you. It's like you've been there I've, before. Yeah, but not with this. I, I, I have been involved in one of these. Dude, before, I got stuck in this wormhole, and after I got out of it, like I felt, I I felt not right for hours. I'm I'm not kidding. Like I felt off. Like whatever it did to my brain, like I had to go to the park and go swimming with my kids and do all this other real life stuff to like cleanse my brain. So I don't I don't know, dude. If I if I was a te- I, if I was a teenager going through this, I feel like I felt that way after seeing that. What's the movie with James Franco where he has the weird teeth? He has like the gold fronts, and it's like in Florida, and they're like robbers. You remember this movie, Spring Break? Yeah, Spring Breakers. That's with, uh, how I Justin, felt with uh, after uh, I saw Justin that Bieber's movie. Girlfriends in it. Oh yeah, after I saw that movie, I I 
I couldn't think of anything else for two weeks. That's how disturbed I was at this thing, dude. It was it was odd and weird in so many ways. Is it now? Is this just is this just old people looking at current stuff, going like, "I don't get it. Get off my lawn." Or is this like this is a just, it, it did something to my brain because my brain, like your brain, has been wired one way throughout my entire life. And then to see images, pictures, and music flashed at my brain in a different way, almost like yeah. a strobe light, where they go like, hey, some people, they get real sick when they have strobe lights and they fall <laughs> and they have <laughs> they have seizures. Exactly this is what happened to me because I was like, wait a second, my brain doesn't interpret this information. No. You know, it's like, okay, maybe if I shut it down and reboot and then we try to load it up again and we'll see if maybe we can make something out of it. And it's still like... My brain is running on Windows Seven, and this is Windows Ten. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I found myself going back to old. I did watch that movie old, again. Just, <laughs> I found myself going back to old Jack and Glenn videos, going like, "When did the change happen? Because she got red hair now. She used to be like a normal girl. Now she's like a YouTube-looking person. She looks different." And then I just go like, I had like grab my hand, and go, "Dude, why, why on earth do you like this? Doesn't concern me one bit." So like, I got, dude, I got like, I got like catfished. <laughs> Like, I got, like, YouTube catfished. Like, I got tricked. Did you check your kidneys? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet at all. I mean, the same way I told my kids, hey, dude, you can't watch YouTube. Like, I don't let my kids watch YouTube. I don't You're like, just... this is in a lot of inappropriate stuff on there. <laughs> yes. I go, dude, you can't just watch YouTube because it's dumb. It's people just playing video games. I bet if I let it, like, if this, if it's doing this to my brain, my five and six-year-olds watching YouTube going video to video, I, I mean, I... You know that audio trope that they have in movies, like a movie will start and it'll like like say pump up the volume, and it's like a, that audio of of a di- and I think Corolla has it where it's like uh, there's like a, a stock audio uh, footage of or uh, you know an audio piece of like a radio the, going the audio waves and it's different like radio stations being flipped through. That's almost how it feels in my brain with stuff like that because I just go like. I can't concentrate on any one thing too much because I'm seeing on a side scroll of 14 other videos I know I have to get to next. Mm. I don't know in which order they're supposed to go in. I don't one one I'm reading I'm watching this one I'm reading this one going well this one actually looks more interesting and maybe I should have watched it before this one. Right. Everything's out of order. I don't know heads from tails. It's 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 very confusing. So, so like how it. how animals and fish evolve like eventually like their beaks get shaped a certain way so they can get their beaks in these holes and get these certain mm-hmm. nuts that makes them survive. I feel like this is what YouTube is doing to it's, it's making our brains slowly evolve and adjust. This is like the first generation in dude. Mm-hmm. Like, like we, our we have no grandkids idea. are going to grow up and their brains are going to be wired. This you, I told you before, like I tried to show my kids Swiss family Robinson, the movie dude, 45 seconds. And they were like, lame, boring. <laughs> I loved that growing up. Oh, me too. But they're just like, they're like, Where's the coconut? Us who came from two different worlds on what? Like I was able to watch pretty much anything Rambo, and but I still yeah. enjoyed Swiss Family Robinson, dude. Great movie. There's like you promised coconut bombs. Where are they at? <laughs> yeah, right. I want them now because in YouTube world, I know there's a tiger laying say, underneath that thicket. Can't wait yeah. till one of those guys falls in there. Yeah, there's a false bottom to that hole. Fritz, you done a great job. <laughs> oh my god! Wait till those those pirates try to climb that cliff. They're gonna get it. So in a <laughs> <laughs> in a in a world where in a world in a world where coconut bombs need to come immediately, like okay, if Swiss Family Robinson was right now, it would have to say coke like the 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 frame that you click on would have to say coconut bombs. It would have to have Mrs. Robinson's titties like smashed up in mm. like in one corner. I'm feeling you, 
Right. I mean, I'm following you. Right. It would have to have like, um, you know, a non-ethnic specific go. pirate, like in one corner with a super sharp blade. Like there'd have to be blood and guts. He has high cheekbones, but also a nice mustache. <laughs> yeah. And this is, I know I can't keep a train of thought. And this is why I stole the idea from you to read chapter books to my kids slowly because that, that's that slow um burn what's the slow was that delayed gratification mm. like in this world that i got lost in today and i still don't feel right like i need to sleep it off it's in almost it, like when you get a, a rectal exam and you get that grease you yeah yeah you can jog you can wipe you can i mean don't go on a trampoline right away but yeah i know exactly <laughs> right. what you're saying but it is like i lost my train of thought when he says i want rectal exams i'm just saying uh I got stuck in this in yeah. this wormhole. I don't feel right, and uh, so don't let your kids watch YouTube. I don't give a damn if it's YouTube for kids. It doesn't matter because this stuff isn't profane. It's not awful. It's just a, it's a bad wiring. Yeah, when you watch like so, TV, all these algorithms that, that are being built said, to say she's like a delight though, Jacqueline. Then you got to check her out. For example, if you watch The Office on Netflix, it'll go like, "Hey, if you like The Office, you're going to like Parks and Rec," mostly because. It's sort of shot the same way, like documentary style. It has a couple of the same actors are in and out of both shows. Um, it's 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 both were on like NBC or whatever, and they or whatever. Yeah. But with YouTube, there there must be an algorithm, but it feels like there's no rhyme or reason a lot of times how you get from A to Z. Like you're just like what you like you said, you get lost. If you watch the videos linearly, you can see, like, I'll go from watching boxing and the next thing, you know, then I'm watching an interview with, uh, you know, a guy who used to be a boxer. And then I'm on a, about a movie about boxing. And then it's completely switched up where I'm watching boxers, the dogs. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and the, the next thing you know, you're watching, like unbo- dogs, you're watching dogs unboxing, in unboxing videos. Yeah. Unboxing dogs wearing boxers. <laughs> right. the, the, yeah, like so. It's, oh, it's bad for yeah. you, dude. It's bad. It's rewiring our our, our yeah. So. I don't know, but the, but 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 it was so convincing. I'm like, when I leave here, I may just watch some Jack and Glenn on the way home, just because I'm like, yeah, I don't know why that dude in social repos down uh, cheated on her. That's crazy. I have some bad news for it's you. None of it's my business. I have to. Uh, we're gonna have to call it quits because I gotta I gotta wrap it up. For so sure. the burb thing's gonna have to wait. Oh, that's fine. Is that that's, cool? That's, that's I mean next week. Yeah, I got it written out, so it's, it's good whenever. All right, that is episode 184 of the Heyman Man podcast. Later. It can't be right what I'm reading here. No one will listen to all the stuff no more. Our ideas will see eye to our eye. Get your press through the pocket full of lies. Telling everybody every word is true. One day soon they're going to say to you. Oh, listen now. I got your number.
I ain't ever done it. 